Welcome to the Behold Do Good podcast. We're your hosts, Todd and Ashley Marchant, and this show is about strengthening families through whole being health. At a time when there is so much that can distract, discourage, and disconnect us, our family is on a journey that is led by three core questions. What whole being practices can we implement so every member of our family can have increased capacity, save your life more deeply, and use their gifts to do good? How do we translate and apply what we learn into simple, tiny habits that work amidst the demands of life? And how can we use our increased capacity to better care for others in our family, community, and throughout the world? Each month, our family focuses on one core area of whole being health. We take the biggest challenges we're facing in that area, seek out answers and direction, and do all we can to implement what we learn all the while sharing our journey through this podcast so you can learn and grow alongside us. We joyfully invite you and your family to join us on this whole being health journey. Welcome back to the Behold Do Good podcast. Those of you who've been listening to our previous episodes will have noticed that the podcast intro was just updated. And it actually marks, today's episode marks a really important shift in the feel and direction of Behold Do Good. So I have been so looking forward to this episode where we will be talking about what this shift is and why and the direction where we'll be headed going forward. But the first thing you'll have noticed is that it's not just me anymore that is really leading Behold Do Good, but that Ashley and I will be doing it together. So super excited to have you here, Ash. I'm excited to be here. So we thought one of the things we'd do first uh, is really just kind of introduce ourselves. I really haven't done it that that much in the brand so far, and and Ashley, you know, being newly introduced into the scene here, we thought it might be helpful for people to get to know us a little bit. So I'll introduce Ashley first, and I know you don't want me to embarrass you, so I'll try not to say too much, but there's just a lot that I feel I want people to know about you. And as I thought about, you know, what, how would I describe just all of, all of your attributes and, and help people get to know you? I think the very first thing that's just come to mind is that you're a person of light, that you're just filled with light. And that light comes from a lot of different things as a part of who you are, but you just have this, this innate goodness and this, uh, this moral purity and this uh, love of people and a connection to heaven that, that ultimately just helps bring this, this sense of light around you. And, and so when people meet Ashley, I think there's just this warmth, this warmth and this gentleness and kindness that, that help people to feel uh, just able to be themselves and to open up. And, and so I'm really grateful for those attributes. It's been a great blessing to me uh, as your husband and a great blessing to our kids. And so I think those are some of the things that would be most important to know. But uh, other things is Ashley has just this total passion for yoga and meditation. And I think it'll probably come out some as we talk today, but those have been just amazing healing tools uh, for you. And, and that will show up in the brand, I think as well. And Ashley also has this just sense of adventure, this, this spontaneity, this curiosity, this willingness to try new things. And that's been a great gift for our family too. Thanks, Todd. <laughs> um, it's kind of fun. It, we're just sitting here. We just have the camera recording us, and I was just thinking it would be neat if our audience could just be sitting here with us in our in our family room behind us. So 
thank you for being here. And I was just thinking a couple things that I wanted to share to explain more of Todd is that he makes me breakfast every morning (laughs) because (laughs) that is something that's hard for me to do. And I think that that just shows a lot of things, a lot of love, a lot of dedication, and just a lot of selflessness and care. He takes care of our family so well. And another thing that I was thinking that could share a lot is that when I cry, he dries my tears quite literally. He is so gentle and kind and caring. And I've seen him apply that to this community. It's brought him the greatest joy now that we've been doing this for almost a year now. The greatest joy that he has had is seeing the personal impact that the work that we're putting our blood, sweat, and tears into right now for Behold Do Good, when he gets most excited, it's seeing that it's impacted someone, an individual person, in a positive way. And also just Todd's dedication in working hard at being whole. He's a great example of doing the things daily to strive to become more whole so that we can do more good. He is a really good example of what we're striving to teach and and share with you on this platform. So there's many more things I could say, but those were some of the things that came to my mind first. And I guess let's move on to the next question. But a thought that I had is for us to just share what we think is something important for people to know about us as like a family, things that we value, just things that would be important for people to know within the context of what we're sharing at Behold Do Good. I have a few thoughts. Do you want to go first? Sure. Yeah. First of all, thanks, sweetie, for those kind words. Yeah, we basically, for the, the structure of this episode, we have written down a, a list of questions that we just think would be meaningful that will help to share, you know, the direction that we're headed. And so we'll see, we'll see what comes out of it and, and what thoughts we end up sharing. But as far as what would be important to know about our family, I think first and foremost, one of the thoughts that comes to me is that we're just a work in progress, that you know, you can almost imagine in some scenarios that resources we look to are people that are true guides, that they're, you know, they're way ahead of us. They're at the top of the mountain, shouting down to the bottom, kind of sharing, uh, what the path is you should take. And that is not at all us, you know, that, that I, I feel so much more that we're just on the journey. We're on the journey ourselves with, with everyone else. And our hope is, is that, that we can travel the journey together and strengthen each other in it and And share encouragement. Yeah. Share the things that we've learned, the things that we're trying to learn. (laughs) So I think that would be one, one really important thing just to know is that that's the way we're going to approach this is that we, we are going to do everything we can to try to learn and grow, to strengthen our own family in hopes that it helps you too. Uh, Another, another thought I think about our family is that, we just desire so much to use our time on earth well. 
that, that we just want our lives to have real substance and meaning and to, to fill our life with the things of greatest worth and to spend as little time as possible on the things that, that don't add joy to life. And that's part of where this do good portion of behold, do good comes is, is the desire for our family, our individual kids in their own unique way to find kind of the contributions they can make to society, our family as a whole, you have to do that. And, and you and I are really, really drawn and passionate about that. And we've just learned that, man, we're so limited in our ability to realize those desires when we don't feel very whole when there are parts of us that just feel uh, really struggling. And there's always some of that, but, but the more that we are focused on and kind of invest in our well-being, the more capacity we have to, to live the way we want to. Yeah, and we have just thought about if that's our desire, there's more families out there that desire the same thing. So we're hoping to be able to create a community of families that feel the same way, that they're on the journey of wholeness, trying to, to, to implement the things that we're going to learn and practice here. And one thing that I feel like is also important for people to know about our family, and we'll, I'm sure, go into more detail later, but that our family has experienced loss. Our family is still in the healing journey and that has contributed a lot to us continuing to lean into the tools of healing and wholeness so I think that just goes along with what Todd is saying that we're on the journey and I guess just that has given us a whole new perspective and level of compassion for those who are experiencing their own pain and loss and trauma. There's so much that an individual person goes through that we don't see. There's a, a hymn that I love that says, that talks about the secret sorrows that the eye can't see. And I, I really feel that, that a lot of people have secret sorrows we cannot see. And we hope that this is a warm place for people to be able to gather together and heal and progress and feel safety because we're right in that boat with you. And and so I just feel like that's one of the most important things for people to know is that we've experienced some really hard things as a family and that we've seen how these tools that we have been learning over the past several years and that we're continuing to learn truly do help enable change that you don't ever have to be stuck in the hard but that you can move forward and that often the difficult circumstances are what enable you to truly grow and to truly have a great impact on the world I think about like a caterpillar (laughs) it enters into a cocoon it has to become complete mush before it becomes a beautiful butterfly and fulfills that part of its journey or a seed that has to be planted in the depths and the dark of the ground in order to sprout and become a tree or a plant or contribute in that way so there's purpose in the heart that we go through so I guess we're not a platform that just pushes pushes forward and says like we can just 
push forward and do these things and, and be strong always, but there's always going to be a level of compassion in our growth. That's always so important to me. (laughs) I think with my meditation and yoga background too, I'm very sensitive to that. The other thing I'm talking to a long time. This is wonderful. (laughs) Thank you for sharing all of these things. I want to share just one more thought that I've had this morning that it's really important, I think, for our audience to know that we have deep faith that this platform is not a platform of like a specific religious base or anything like that. We welcome all beliefs, all cultures, all people here, but that as we share our family's journey, it's going to be impossible to separate our faith because it's so deeply interwoven into us that you'll hear of our faith, but hopefully through the things that you see in our family and that you hear, you can see yourself in those things and that it can maybe even inspire your own growth in spirituality. That is, spirituality is a huge part of whole being health and it incorporates a lot of different things, but that is something that's really important to us. I was actually even listening this morning to a spiritual leader give just a talk and he said, do whatever it takes to increase your spiritual capacity to hear God's voice. So really like those whisperings to your heart and mind. And so you'll see that as we talk about the Spire model and however we identify the the platform of whole being health, spiritual, physical, intellectual, relationship, emotional, um, that they're all so interwoven that when you build one, it builds the other. And that as we increase our capacity in other areas, as it said, our spiritual capacity will increase. And that is probably one of the most important things to me right now is to live a life of whole being health so that I can be sensitive to our higher power and hear God's voice and respond with courage and strength because that's what the world needs right now. Oh, all of those thoughts. I just loved Ashley. Thanks for sharing them. And as, as you were talking about just some of the challenges we face and obviously our losses, one of the, the more significant, you know, there's been a whole journey of different challenges, but I think I just want to emphasize with that. There's of course, so many unique challenges that we have never experienced and have no idea what it feels like to be in that scenario. And we never want to give the feeling that we, that we know exactly how everyone feels. But I guess what we want to emphasize is that we do, we do know hardship and that these things that we're learning and experiencing and practicing, we always want to be connected into just the authenticity of life and, and the realness of those things. So that's, that's some important things about our family. As we think about Behold You Good, and I think already there's, there's things that are coming out of what we want this brand to be and, and where it, this platform will be supporting uh, individuals and families. And, and one of the things we'll talk more about, but we haven't had a, a big focus on family yet, but, but we want it to now. Going forward, that that will be a core focus is strengthening families, starting with our own. 
But maybe before we really get into where where we're taking Behold Do Good and what the next steps are, it, it may be helpful to just talk for a minute about what else has led to the creation of Behold Do Good. And we've talked some about you know some of our experiences, our journey, but what else do you think, Ashley, would be good to share about just the what it led to the creation of Behold Do Good in the first place? Well, a lot of late night conversations. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> Maybe that's why we're focusing first on sleep. <laughs> that's more to come. But it's really been years in the making and it's been little thoughts along the way that we've just followed, little promptings that have guided us to where we are right now. And it's really been the desire to create a whole lifestyle including the work that we do in alignment with what we value most. And part of that is being together as a family. We love being together as a family. Todd used to work in the corporate world and was super busy and gone a lot of the time. He would travel a lot. And slowly we made the transition to him switching roles so that he could work from home. And then a lot changed during COVID. And... He received an MBA and that put extra pressure on our, our family. So we, it's just been, it's been an evolution to figure out how do we spend more time together as a family as we do the work we feel called to do and as we share the things that we're super passionate about. That was really general. I don't know well, if you have no, other I thoughts No, I think it's actually share. really, really interesting to think about the fact that we actually never started with the intent of starting a business. Like that is not at all where our mind was. We didn't have a, a vision for that, a desire for that. Uh, it just hadn't really crossed our our path. At least at first. At first. Because we have been preparing for this yes. for years. Yes, but but back in, in the early days, it, it wasn't you know, it wasn't, we were creating what we're doing so that we could have a business. Instead, it was, what does our family need? And what's the lifestyle that we want to create for our family? And that ultimately led into this recognition of one, we, we need to change the way that we're working and receiving income to support the lifestyle we want for our family. But two is that we want to just align the things that we're working on to be what we're passionate about and also helps give us an opportunity to do the good in the world that we want to. And so I think behold, do good was, was almost this, this figuring out of how do we bring all of those things together where we're, we're making the difference in the world that we desire and creating the lifestyle for our family that we want in a way that it all becomes this one unified purpose. Yeah. Which I kind of feel like leads to this next question, which is the vision that our family can experience because of this journey, because so much of this has been vision. I would say we have, we are both visionaries. I'm more of a visionary. (laughs) Ash is the creative in the family. I just have these big ideas. And then we, we realize like we can create anything we want to create. And it's been this vision of we love traveling. We love caring for people. We love learning how to enable our children to be healthy and whole. 
Like, how do we take all these things that we're super passionate about and, and actually share it with other people because they're probably feeling the same way that we are? So that was a lot of, a lot of words for asking really one question of just what's the vision for our family that we can experience for this journey? Or maybe even a a different way to say that is what's our purpose? Like what is, why are we doing what we're doing and what do we want to get out of it? Yeah, as you were talking, one of the things that, that just came to mind was this this recognition that the time we have with our kids is so short. And as our older kids have grown, I think we've just started to realize that more and more. Like the time we have with them before they're out on their own as adults is truly, truly short. And how do we just capture and make the most of it? Both in the sense of, of being able to savor and treasure the time that we have with them, but also how do we teach them the types of skills that will allow their their whole selves to show up the rest of their lives in, in a way that their best self is able to be gifted to the world and you know obviously our ability to help our kids do that is 100% connected to how much we've learned to do it ourselves and so i would think that's that's one of the ways i would answer that question as far as what do we hope is the result of this intentional focused journey it's, it's that. It's really maximizing the time we have as we have our kids in our home. Yeah, absolutely. And teaching them skills of whole being health so that they can be functioning, contributing adults by the time that they leave our house and have big vision for their life, for what they can accomplish. One other thing I want to add to that before we move on is, you know, those are some of the big picture things that we hope for. But there's also this very immediate piece of it too, that here in the short term, we just want to have joy as a family. And there are so many things that distract from that and take away from it, that how can we learn to navigate the challenges of life and the demands of every day and the stresses that they include and the things that are influencing every single one of us individually in different ways and learn together to be present and to find joy and gratitude in the moment. There's, there's also that up too. So it's like the long-term benefits to our kids and to our family, but also the short-term here and now. So as you're talking, it's making me think of a principle you've reminded me of a few times. I think you learned from Andrea, who you recently interviewed from on a different podcast episode, about how one person in the home influences everyone in the home. Yeah. So Andrea, in fact, actually we just barely published her podcast episode last week, I think. And she's one of the contributors to to one of our courses, but I, I just love how she talks about family culture and the culture of our home really influences the well-being of everyone in the home and the way that one person shows up has an impact on the entire culture. And so as we think about this, this whole dynamic of this journey we're on, it it's as a family, how are we creating that culture, but also how are we meeting the needs of every individual? Because that matters. And really one of our, one of the things that we'll be sharing as we do our monthly podcast is how we're applying it in our family. But even more specifically, 
when we have somebody in our family that's a yeller or somebody that struggles with anger or somebody that's super highly sensitive. So we need to be really aware of the environment that we're creating with different children that we have. When we each have these really specific needs, it helps to know how to meet those needs so that you can feel more whole and that everybody's not just kind of struggling and dragging along. So we do have this big picture of we want our children to to be capable and to be happy and whole as they leave our home one day. But that means that moment to moment, day to day, we're building those skills right now. It's not just going to magically happen like a couple months before they leave our house. And so, but it's hard work. And I remember hearing the concept years ago, just with parenting in general, just, I think it had to do with cleaning. It's like, it takes a lot of hard work to teach your kids how to clean. It's easier to just clean for them. But if you go through the hard work of learning and teaching these skills when they're younger, they're going to have them better mastered when they're older. And, and saying that if you're listening to this and you have all teenagers and you're like, oh man, I am late to the game. I feel like there's always power to change. We believe in that so strongly here. We have such power and capacity to change when we decide to, that we can receive help and we can change in the habits and things, but it's just, it has to be really intentional. Yeah. And I think, I think youth are sponges. Yeah. Some of these things youth just, just are, are seeking for, you know, right now. But as, as you describe what you just did, Ash, I think it would be helpful to take a moment just to talk about what whole being health even means to us. So how would you define that? I feel like you are well qualified to answer that question because you kind of have gone through the happiness studies, which is where we've gotten it. We actually, it's funny thinking back. I feel like for years we were like, how do we define whole being health? How would you define that? And then we found Tal Ben-Shahar's definition of the spire, which I, I mentioned earlier, being your spiritual, your physical, your intellectual, your relational, and your emotional well-being. And we've also talked about that we'll probably get even a little bit more specific and even add things. We feel like financial wellness is also a really part a really big part of whole being health. But I feel like in general, whole being health is your whole self is influenced by all aspects. It's like if your arm is hurting, like all of you is not in a good space. You know, it's not just your arm. Like one part of your life will influence all other parts of your life. So the whole part of whole being health, we've thought so much about that word whole, wholeness. It's all of you. What would you say to that? Yeah, I, I think it's helpful. Like whole being health is almost more just this this abbreviation of whole person well-being. And so like you said, it's it's considering what are all the parts of us. And I just think it's so helpful to have a sense of organization, like order to our efforts and without that it can feel so overwhelming and i know we've we've felt this way for a long time yeah as we 
have for years been working on these little things and trying to meet needs and learning and trying to live what we're learning, it, it has felt like piecing together a whole bunch of disparate things. And so it's helpful to start to bring a sense of order to it. And that's what, you know, happiness studies and the certification that I've been working on with Tal Ben-Shahar has brought is this, this sense of, of order, of understanding our whole self. And it, like you said, we are truly interconnected. And I think the beautiful part about that is, yes, when we stub our toe or we hurt our arm, as you said, it affects our whole being. So when one part of us is hurting, it affects our whole being. But it's also the other side, too, that as we strengthen, even in the smallest way, one part of us, all of us feels the effect. As we strengthen a hurting relationship, there's just a, a joy that's brought to the to all of us when we when we process a difficult experience that has hard emotions attached to it. You know, it lifts every it gives every us part confidence. of us. Yeah, I feel like whole being health is like the foundation that you're standing on, and as you improve your foundation increases. I like one of the things that our one of our coaches Brian Johnson talks about is that when you're taking care of yourself, your highs will be higher, but your lows will be higher too. As you're taking care of your whole self, it raises that foundation to support you so that you don't go as low when you're going through a hard time in life. It doesn't prevent challenges when you're working on on your whole being health, but it strengthens you strengthens your capacity. That's a word we've talked so much about is it's strengthening our capacity to do the things that we really want to do in life. I think maybe one other you know, element of this, and then you know, we'll want to wrap up our conversation here in the next couple of minutes, but is I think another part of it to me is, is learning the, the true nourishments to our whole self versus relying on the band-aids or the crutches. Mm-hmm. You know, those things are, are really important when you think about healing from an injury, mm-hmm. having crutches, having, uh, the, the band-aids in essence are really important parts of healing, but they only get you to a certain extent to really live fully to heal fully, become our best selves and, and, and reach the potential of what we can in life. It requires going beyond the crutches, beyond the band-aids and learning the, the skills and the mindsets and the habits that truly nourish us at the core. And I think that's, that's another part of the whole being emphasis that we're focused on is how do we, how do we learn those things at the core? Let's talk about this, this, one more question and then we'll kind of finish up with the vision that we have. So what would you say is one of the most impactful tools that you could share and maybe even how we've recently implemented that as a family or even just yourself? The concept of floors and ceilings comes to mind and it's, it's more of a tool that is an underlying way of applying everything else. And so it relates to you know any other tools or practices and any of the pillars of whole whole person well being. But it's this concept or idea that, you know, we often have a desire of what we want that we know is gonna most nourish us. You know, I wanna exercise every day and I wanna go on a thirty minute run every day, uh, for example. But when we have our target or our goal as as that, on the really hard days, on our worst days, 
it, there's no way it's happening. You know, the, the, we, we, we don't have the time, we don't have the energy, whatever it might be, that in order to create habits that are truly consistent, that are maintained because it's so easy to get out of habit of things. And the power of any good practice that we put into our life is the consistency so that it can compound. And the way to do that is by having a floor version of it. That even on our very worst day, we can we can do the the floor version. And and so I, I would just say that's something that you know relates a lot to how we'll go about applying a lot of the stuff we, we learn. That we, we think about that with almost everything that we focus on is how do we break this down to be so tiny that yes, you know, a, a two push-ups is not going to build much strength. But two push-ups is going to help me to do push-ups every day mm-hmm. and will most often lead to doing much more that will give me that strength. And so that that's one that comes to mind that's been really influential for us. What about you? Do you have one you want to share? I feel like one of the most impactful tools for me and that I am beginning to be a lot more intentional with our children is meditation. Meditation has been huge for me in my personal journey of health and wellness and healing. And if I don't do anything else other than a little bit of meditation with movement, yoga is moving meditation to me. So yoga and meditation is something I haven't skipped a day for so long. I probably shouldn't say that because (laughs) maybe I have skipped a day and I just forgot. But it's super impactful for me is taking time to meditate. And we'll talk more about that and, and share more specific tools. But we've been incorporating that to our kids' homeschool routine because we've seen, oh, this is super powerful in helping with their emotional needs that they have right now. And I'm excited to be able to see over time the impact that that has. It's on the kids. cutest thing. When you, I walk down the stairs and they're each on like a yoga mat, and Ashley's leading them in a meditation. It is. It is just awesome. It's really cool. Well, great. Uh, you know, with that, I think what we would like to do just in in closing this conversation is what's next. You know, what what's coming. How are we going to take this this shift that we're making with Behold Do Good? Really, a shift back to where we started, where where we envisioned Behold Do Good being from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, but it really, life circumstances prevented it from being that way at the beginning. Yeah. And so here we are, and it's it's really aligning Behold Do Good to to where we've always wanted it to be. You know, what are we going to be doing going forward, and and how can you follow along? So our plan, our intent is every month to take one of the six buckets of whole person well-being and focus on it, where we will take time, uh, Ashley and I, to really consider what are the biggest challenges that we're experiencing in that area of whole being health and what are some, some really specific goals that we want to progress with intentional focus over the next month. And in every one of those, there's just big question marks we typically have of, of how in the world to actually do that. And, and so this podcast will be a platform for us to be able to express here are important components our family's facing that we're going to be working on. And here are the people we're going to go and seek answers from. 
And so our hope is, is that as you follow along, I'm sure that many of the needs we have are needs that other families have too. And, and so you'll be able to, to come with us and sit in the room with these experts that we have handpicked to help answer some of the hardest questions uh, in progressing the whole being health of our family. And then uh, at the end of each month where, you know, we seek these answers, we'll be focused on, on again, implementing what we're learning. And at the end of each month, we'll have a podcast episode that's just Ashley and I, where we will talk about uh, how that month went. Again, what, what was it that we focused on? Why? Uh, what we hope to see progress within that month period. Uh, the, the biggest takeaways from some of those interviews. And, and then, you know, again what we achieved and didn't and what we learned from that process. And so over the next six months, we'll do each of those, you know, six buckets. And we just hope that you'll come with us, that you'll bring your family, you'll bring your challenges. We hope you'll send us personal notes, like send an email at Todd at com, and let us know what are your biggest questions? What are your challenges within those areas? And we'd love to, to keep those in mind as we have these interviews and have your family represented in this process so that we can together just be traveling this journey of strengthening our families. So we invite you on this journey of strengthening families with us. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are ready to join us on this journey of whole being health, we invite you to subscribe to the podcast. Another resource that can help you get started is our Whole Being Health Assessment found at BeWholeDoGood.com. It takes about three minutes to respond to and it will help you see where to focus your efforts as well as provide you some additional resources to help you strengthen that area. We hope you have a wonderful day.